Welcome to the Airbrand Podcast. I am here with my sister and my brother-in-law. Hey, people. Thank you for having us, bro. We appreciate being here. Absolutely. Um, this is episode three of So What Are We Doing? Um, I want to start off. So are you living your best life for you? And we're going to be talking more about relationships, but on the marriage side. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Kalia. And I am married to this wonderful man named James. And we have been married for all of, almost two years. Isn't that wonderful? Both of us have been married before, but we are living our best life together with each other now. What do you think, honey? What I think? Mm-hmm. Well, my name is James. My lovely wife is Kalia, <laughs> Jeanette Fitzgerald, AKA Bella. What I do know is, I know that I drink and I know things. <laughs> and, and I have definitely been sipping quite a bit tonight, but it takes a lot being in a marriage. And you have to love and grow with each other and have a companionship with each other to really enjoy the fulfillment of life. Whatever that may mean, to you. For her and I, it's not really about riches. It's not really about getting to the next step, but enjoying each other and our children. We have common goals and that's important in any relationship. Being able to have common views, common goals, but at the same time, being able to respect each other's different opinions on things. Like you're still an individual even if you're married. So we might not see eye to eye on every single fucking thing, but we can come together and make an agreement to something because we, we work at it. And it's, it's very important that you do that. I mean, we, we got kids, so we don't always see eye to eye on punishment, we don't always see eye to eye on what they're going to eat for dinner. But we know what's going to be the end of it. We talk about it. We will come to one accord. And that's that. We don't have to fight. We don't have to argue. It does happen sometimes. I ain't going to say we're perfect. But we know where to draw the line, when it's time to reel it in, and how to make amends. And a part of that comes with being a healed whole person, being able to admit your faults, and being able to say, hey, I was wrong. I love you, let's do this thing. Don't come into a situation where you're not healed because you're gonna fuck the other person up even more than you already were before they got with you. And you're hurting people when you do that. That is another thing to say hurt people hurt people. You mm-hmm. need to come into this thing if you are wanting to be in a relationship. Now, if you wanna fuck around, hold around, do whatever you want to do. Be crazy as you want to be. That's fine. But let people know that up front. Don't be like, oh, I, I want to chill and be in a relationship. No, good man, you will. You got skeletons all the way in your closet and they is popping out. Because <laughs> we don't need that. But yeah, I know you guys um, say you're not perfect, but I feel like that's why I asked you to come on here. Um, I feel like you guys are a good example for me um, for a relationship. Um, and also, when you're talking about, um, what's it, like, you're kind of split, but I feel like 
what is it? You guys are one, but it's like you're two parts of a whole. So, I guess um, some couples, I, they can't, I guess, really, really fathom that because um, you, they have one like partner that's, I guess, aggressive or nonchalant. So you gotta come to like, I guess, a common ground, and that's where it brings in from the last episode about the love languages. Mm -hmm. You have to understand your love language, and then also your partners. Yeah, that is very true. Um, we both have different love languages. I'm more of a visual or touch feely type, and she is more of a acts of service. The problem is not a lot of people know about that, and they, that's not something you're taught. You gotta kind of find that out on your own. You a little bit of digging. And until you hear somebody mention, you know, oh, what's your love language, mm -hmm. that you may start researching that. And outside of a relationship, marriage, even with your children, you got to know what their love language is. Mm -hmm. We have a very blended family. All of our boys, we have three of them. They were all the only child. And One of them was the only boy. Alright, well fine. One of them was the only boy <laughs> and two of them was the only child mm -hmm. in the relationship. And bringing all three of them together, it has been very challenging. And granted, our marriage is still, as some people would say, fresh. We only been married a year and some change, but we've been together five years raising all three of these boys together mm -hmm. and we've seen them grow and seen how they develop and got to understand what their love language is two of our boys is all about quality time and one is about you know admiration he, he wants you to praise him you know for the things he does so understanding how they grow and how they best react to you can help you be a better parent if you understand your partner and what your partner's love language is it can help you be a better partner to the person you're with and that can go a long way it is not easy to be crazy i'm sorry <laughs> at the end of the day everybody is still their own individual we still all have, you know, different feelings about things and may take things differently, may view things differently. But when at least the adults can come together and set a foundation for the family to lead by example mm -hmm. so that our boys, as they get older and they get involved in relationships, they can lead by example as well. And they have positive influences to go off of instead of well what they think what they know negative influences or what they may have seen on TV because what you see on TV and what is in real life most of the time it don't add up yeah mm -hmm. and what their friends may be telling them in school and what they see at home it could still be differently 
we can't control what happens outside of this house. But inside this house, we can do our best to set an example of what love looks like, what real communication between each other looks like, and what we need to do as parents to provide for our children to have a better future looks like. Because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, we're still black. Mm -hmm. And we will mm -hmm. always have a setback. Yeah. We will always be looked down upon just because of our skin color. It doesn't matter what kind of education you have. But they will look at you like you're beneath them. And we want to show them that despite all of that, you can still thrive. Mm -hmm. If you stay positive, if you stay focused, and you do things that you need to do and you have an open mind about things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you um, spoke more about the love languages because like like I talked in the last episode, um, that person that said I did everything right and stuff like that, um, it made me think more like maybe because I was still learning, so I was still learning them and like getting educated more on the love languages that I probably didn't fully understand them. So I probably, we probably rubbed each other the wrong way because we we're still in the, like the little small talking stage. I mean, that's not always a bad thing, mm -hmm. but, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, this didn't work out, this didn't work out. Well, why are you sad that it didn't work out? Sometimes mm -hmm. that's the best thing for you because yeah. that could be a much bigger headache down the line that you absolutely do not want. It's, it's, it's really that simple. It's like you got to understand your your limits, your boundaries, what you need, what you want, what you feel, and if somebody's just not it, don't take offense to it. Okay, thank you for not wasting my time. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's I, right. I prefer for my time not to be wasted. If you if you don't like what you see, you don't like what you hear, thank you for being gone because you were making space for the other person to come in my life, and I'm grateful. Yeah, because nowadays there's more people are wasting time no matter what. Like, you could be, I guess, the complete package, or you feel like you are, and you're the nice guy, and we get shafted in the end or and even in the beginning secretly mm, but, we'll see, but not that you know mm -hmm. a lot of guys they don't have personalities they're not likable mm -hmm. they just expect oh i'm a guy and i should be adored by women who mm -hmm. love me i'm a king on the mountain of gods and that is simply not it mm -hmm. women have the ability to do things for themselves nowadays they can own property they can have bank accounts so you have to come with more than just yeah. i am man you know because or like, narcissist exactly you know you got to be likable you have to actually have a personality mm -hmm. you have to be able to connect with somebody yeah it is not just you are obligated to be with me no. that's it to a certain degree i agree with her mm -hmm. Being a male, especially a black male, and being underestimated time and time again throughout my life, yeah. sometimes a person may not be ready when you walk into their life. Yeah. And they don't know that until that time has passed. Because you can come across someone, do everything right, 
but they're used to a certain type of guy. They dated a certain type of guy. They're used to, let's say, that bad boy figure, and you come along, and you're not that person. So they may be intrigued somewhat yeah. because you're totally different, but people kind of stick to what they're used to, mm-hmm. and you're something different, and they may rebel. That may not be the case in every relationship, yeah. but that can happen. And sometimes if you don't have the patience, especially if you are liking her, for her to see that you're something different mm-hmm. and that the grass may be greener dealing with you than everyone else. Yeah. That's fertilizer bullshit. Say what? <laughs> you said the grass could be green on the other side. I'm saying it could be fertilizer bullshit. It could be, but you don't know unless, as a male perspective, having that time to grow with her mm-hmm. through that. And that's one of the things I had to do with my wife. Stop and smell the roses. Well, like I told you before, like you personally, I said, if somebody's not ready for you, that is a blessing for you to keep it pushing. They need to be mentally ready for you. And it is not fair to keep you in a situationship mm-hmm. if they are not ready for the type of guy that you are you don't deserve it you female or man you don't deserve to be with somebody who's not ready for you so if you see the signs early back out well baby you wasn't really ready for me no but you know what i was ready for i was ready for a change i didn't know what you were going to be but i was ready for something different and i'm still learning you every single day and we're still learning each other. Yeah. Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what it all matters to. Cause like I think with y'all, y'all have a good foundation as well. Um, I think that's what any relationship you should have a good foundation, especially in like friendship. Yes. Absolutely. So that's where it all starts, and you can't be, I guess, built around lies and whatever. It, like it all starts there. Yeah, it's not about what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. It's about the foundation that you build. Because the table can break. But the foundation... <laughs> She's shaking the table! <laughs> but the foundation is what lasts. And that's what you need to build on. Yes. It doesn't always have to be friendship, but friendship is the best place to start. That is the absolute best. Well, even before friendship, you got to get to know each other. True. And that builds the friendship. And I love you. And 